Welcome to the Will Be Okay podcast, the WBO show. My name is Ethan Dia and I'm a junior in high school. I talk to people in my circle of life and share their stories with you. Stay tuned and remember this, we'll be okay. Today's guest is a great friend of mine, Kenzo Hoidich. He has an amazing story of how he ended up in California as well as all the difficulties he's faced while making multiple moves. You will not want to miss out on this one. Here's Kenzo. All right, so today I'm joined with my good friend, Kenzo Hoidich. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Pretty good. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, my name's Kenzo, obviously, and uh, my hobbies are I like to skate, I like to surf, I like to hang out with my friends. Uh, I grew up in uh, New York, Queens to be specific, and yeah, what about you? So you were born in New York? Yes, I was. Oh. Uh, how did you come all the way down to California? So, yeah, I've moved a few times, but, uh, specifically to California, I moved when I was in, I think, seventh grade. I moved in the middle of seventh grade to El Segundo, so yeah. Did you go to any other places before, or was it a straight move? Uh, what do you mean by, like, uh, a... Like, since you were born in New York, uh, did you stay in New York all the way until seventh grade, or and then move to California or did you move around yeah yeah I did actually like I moved a few times like uh let me think in second grade I moved to San Francisco and then I moved back to New York actually I think in uh I think fourth grade I moved back to New York and I stayed there till sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then um then I moved to California somewhere around there and I was at my grandparents for a little and then I moved to El Segundo because when we were at my grandparents house in around like sixth grade we were trying to, to decide like where we want to move in California and we finally decided on El Segundo but somewhere in the middle of that I moved to Japan but it wasn't for too long I would say it was like it was three months but it was like a period of time where it's like it's not a vacation but you don't really live there so it was like yeah. an awkward amount of time but i think that was when i was in fifth or fourth grade around there but yeah it was really great there oh wow that's very cool so did you move all your belongings to japan or did you only bring a couple things we i think we probably gave away a lot of like furniture and stuff like that mm-hmm. when we moved and we took most like basically the essentials so did you go to school um in between those times in japan in japan actually i was homeschooled because like the schools in japan were like pretty rigorous and like you had to be like basically flu you had to be fluent in japan Japanese and I wasn't Mm -hmm. at the time like I was I was getting there but I wasn't there like I wouldn't have been able to like survive in that school environment so I was just homeschooled for that short period of time Mm -hmm. so that's just what I had to do so in your process from moving to New York to California then to Japan and then California how was it in like making friends with new people and meeting new people how'd you do it yeah like one thing you gotta do, you kind of, like, have to put yourself out there, like, you, like, it might be kind of, like, nervous, like, mm-hmm. you might be kind of nervous to, like, yeah. meet new people, but you kind of have to put yourself out there, like, if you don't, you'll kind of be, like, lonely, 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to be doing that. So you kind of just got to, like, find someone to just, like, be like, hey, like, I'm Kenzo, and just be like... Just open yourself yeah, up. Yeah, you got to open yourself up, like... You like you might be scared because you're thinking like oh I have to make like good first impressions but like just like be yourself I guess and like if like the people like how you are like mm-hmm. you don't have to like try and be someone like you aren't to right. make friends you know what I mean right so out of all three destinations California New York and Japan like which one is your favorite probably California like uh, I think just like it's has a variety it just has the best variety you know what i mean like yeah it has beaches it has good weather it like if you go up like into big bear there's snow and it, it just has like i love the beaches and i love like surfing so i think it's i mm-hmm. think i like california the best so uh i'm guessing you had a good amount of friends in new york do you still keep in contact with them um i only keep in contact with probably one or two of them uh one of them being my friend gabe and yeah yeah, we still keep in contact we probably talk probably like once or twice a week and uh it's nice to just have like people from other states knowing them Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's great like how like social media is like evolved so like many people can keep in contact easier so right like even if you're like pretty far apart like he's still living in new york i'm in california we still talk a lot Mm -hmm. and he visits yeah Yeah. uh i like that you kept in contact with him um so what do you think like a big challenge was in this whole process of moving yeah probably the obvious answer is making friends like you just like it's pretty hard at first because you don't know like who what they're like maybe they seem nice at first and then they turn out to be like not what you think they are sometimes people won't be nice to you but making friends is one hard point Mm. other than that like getting adjusted to school like it's not too bad like moving like sounds like pretty like scary but like i say the hardest part is probably just making new friends and getting adjusted to the town or city you live in but other than that i think it's like a great experience so in the beginning you mentioned you like skating as a hobby how'd you get into skating well at first i like when i moved to uh california i didn't like uh skate or anything but at first i scootered like I don't, I think I got into it because, um, when I lived at my grandparents' house, my next door neighbor used scooter, so mm-hmm. he got me into it, but, um, I think I scootered for probably two, maybe three or four years, actually, mm-hmm. and then, uh, one of my friends, well, actually, the person I'm talking to right now, yeah, Ethan, me. he skated, and I tried it, and I liked it a lot more, or I kind of got sick of scootering, so I started skating, I think at the end of eighth grade and i mean i don't skate as much now but i'm still skating and this is like near the end of junior year and i think it's like it it like it might seem simple like just like skating but like it helps you with a lot of stuff like commitment and like you like as a skater i feel like you have better like persistence because i feel like 
when you're trying to learn a new trick or something you don't give up you know what i mean yeah so i feel like it indirectly helps with a lot of things and you make new friends and just have a lot of fun skating yeah i remember um you picked up the skateboard once while you had your scooter and you did like a back 180 off this huge ledge but <clears throat> that was cool um all right so you and i are both teenagers right now and mm -hmm. everyone plays video games so what were your, some of your favorite video games growing up and right now okay so growing up one of my favorite video games was minecraft and yeah like i just i just remember like because i you grew up just watching all these youtubers playing minecraft so like one of the games i played growing up was minecraft like my my cousin on my mom's side got me into it like she used to show me all these YouTubers playing it. I remember, like, this guy named Sky Does Minecraft. Um, this guy named, this, like, Beijing, Beijing Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, like, a bunch of people. I'd watch him play it. And then I finally got on Christmas, because I've been asking for it for a while. Mm -hmm. And we got on Christmas, and it was, like, the best. Because yeah. I've been waiting to play it for so long, and it was just, like, up to my expectation. And that game has, like, I still play, I mean, like, I I have phases where I play it nowadays, but like it, it's just aged very well, and it's just like mm -hmm. it like you can just like show your creativity, and there's just so much to do, and it's fun. Yeah, know? I remember I think last year during quarantine, me Kenzo and another friend of ours, Gage. Yeah, we made a huge world that we grinded, and it was super fun. You any age can play it; it's always going to be fun. Um, so Kenzo, you played Minecraft for good amount of time did you ever like switch to another game or uh another game off the top of my head that i played a lot was fortnite like yeah. that was pretty huge at a bunch of schools i'm guessing like right. seventh eighth even now it's still around but fortnite really fun i remember i don't know like you kind of can remember who told you about the game because like yeah it was pretty underground for a while because no one really knew about it yeah but, the my neighbor at my grandparents house told me about fortnite and i downloaded it it was super fun like one one of the reasons i think it was so successful is because it was free so like anyone could play it and just like it was different from all the other games that were out at the time and yeah it was just like just like a different game that like just switched up everything you know what i mean and yeah yeah everyone was playing it and it was just super fun and like their skins like the way they make money is is pretty smart like yeah it's free but like you can get skins but it's not pay to win so it's not like it's needed but like a bunch of people did it and mm -hmm. i could see why they're so successful now mm -hmm. so uh that's video games uh so everyone's in junior year everyone has a job or not everyone but a good amount of people uh do you have a job yeah i just got a job recently i was yeah. trying to get one for a while but i wasn't kind of like i was like oh yeah like i'll get one but i wasn't really like putting my mind to it so yeah i think around a few probably six or seven weeks ago i was like all right like in the next week or two like i'm gonna get an interview somewhere and i just like put my mind to it and i was like searching i use this app called indeed like i know a lot of kids used it to uh -huh. find jobs so i got a job at this place called rubio's it's um 
it's like a taco place. Yeah. It originated in <clears throat> San Diego. So I've been working there for about yeah, five or six weeks now. I, I like it a lot, but I feel like with a job at first, it seems kind of confusing and like you're kind of like nervous on the first day. And yeah. Like you don't know what you're doing at first. You're like, there's no way that I figure this out. And like, but I feel like you always figure it out. Like mm-hmm. everything starts to make sense after a while. And like, I mean, jobs aren't like ton of fun but i i like this one like i mean i don't really have experience with other ones but Mm -hmm. just working there is just like you just take orders and pack salsas just do busy work you know but like i feel like as a kid like even though there's probably better ways to make money i feel like it's kind of like an essential like experience that everyone has to live through and like it's a way to like kind of interact with people maybe like learn like different perspectives of life and just meet new people so i guess it's like kind of like a good experience to have even though it might be not the greatest paying job or the best job ever it's good experience um so uh i know you in real life so i know that you do cryptocurrency you Mm -hmm. taught me basically everything i know about it um how'd you start and how do you deal with like if you lose some while investing or something like that so I started learning about it when I was I, in 2017. Like I wasn't yeah. buying and selling because obviously I think I was probably like 10 or 9 or 11. Yeah. But the main the way I figured out about it was my dad because he he's always I feel like he's always early to a lot of stuff and just mm-hmm. like trying to like f- find new stuff and pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> and I. The first thing I like saw, like, uh, like I thought just was cool because I, what, like, as a kid, like, it's kind of hard to understand some topics in it because I feel like some parts of it are the kind of confusing. But I remember the first like cryptocurrency I like remembered seeing was this thing called Dogecoin, and I just thought it was cool because it was based on this like this meme. So yeah. I just thought that was really cool and like I. I remember, like, I just, like, liked it a lot because it was, like, so, like, cheap. It was, like, cool because you could get so many of them because mm-hmm. they were basically fractions of a penny. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, like, 2017, 2018, I was, my dad was still around it, but I wasn't touching it much because, you know, like, I was still pretty young. Mm-hmm. And then 2019, 2020, like, I, I like, kind of knew about it, but I really got back into it during quarantine, and I feel like it, it's, like, it could be the future. Like, I think there's, like, many good applications with it, and, like going off what you say like oh how do you deal with losses i feel like sometimes like it happens so yeah one of the things you have to um learn to be a good investor or just in anything at all like you have to like control your emotions like in the stock market crypto like really basically anything in investing like sometimes you'll lose money and you're gonna feel like you have to make it back and you kind of like you don't make smart moves anymore because you're just trying to be aggressive and somehow make it back so that never really turns out good so one of the things that i try and do is like trade without too many emotions because if you get mad or frustrated you might make stupid mistakes yeah uh i remember i made some stupid mistakes too like 
and stuff that's not even investing like games where there's gambling involved or some something like that i just kept on going and never got it but yeah uh it was great having you today uh thank you for coming on to the show uh uh we hope to have you again yeah thank you ethan yeah uh have a good day you too thanks that wraps it up for today on the we'll be okay podcast i hope you enjoyed listening and learned something from today's guest remember this we'll be okay and see you in the next story